0: Hi, this is Come Date With Kate, and I'm sitting here tonight with...
1: I'm Declan, having a great time, ready to <laughs> ready rock and roll.
0: I uh, forced Declan to come on my podcast after a couple of beers last night. Um, so, how are you feeling? Are you regretting your decision, or are you happy with it?
1: I think I'm happy with it. I've been in worse stun locks, um, <laughs> where I can't get out of things. But this is quite an interesting and new thing for me, and I think you would agree that 2024 is all about Do indulging in new and rare experiences.
0: I was gonna say doing it for the plot. Is that doing not the thing? The That's what everyone's talking about at the moment, like you do it for the plot?
1: Yeah, I'm doing it for like my um my main character arc.
0: Because um, oh, everyone
1: else is just like a sub 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 player in my
0: game. Wow. So it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um well tell us about yourself, Declan.
1: Um I'm I'm a twenty two year old young bull um <laughs> sort of just scoping around Adelaide.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I'm a coffee roaster by oh. trade. Love a bit of coffee. Yep. Um, but I wouldn't recommend it as a first date, actually. That's a, that's a good thing.
0: Oh, you um, wouldn't recommend? Why?
1: I feel like it's, like, not good enough. If, mm-hmm. you, if you take someone out on a date, it has to have probably an activity.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: And yep. it has to be something that's got a bit more meat on the bone. You know? Oh,
0: okay. All right.
1: That, that could be controversial. I don't know what you...
0: I, I Look, I have a friend that genuinely she will meet up with someone with coffee because it's her comfort place. Like coffee and like talking is her comfort thing.
1: Mm.
0: I necessarily I have not gone out on a coffee date ever in my life. I can solemnly say that because it's always been fun. It's been activities. It's doing something a little bit weird and out there. And um. but, yeah, no, I've never had a coffee date. But in saying that, have you've never had one at all? Never had a coffee date or anything like that?
1: I, I love coffee dates, but I think as a first date, it, it it doesn't reach.
0: So, tell me, like, what's your ideal date then? Like, what's your go-to? Or is it just depending on the person or...?
1: I, I think it definitely depends on the person. Okay. Especially if you you pick up that they're either extroverted or introverted. hmm Definitely a big factor. Mm. But I think doing ac- an activity of some sort might be like a mini-golf or something, or something like that. Mm. where there's not that that takes away pressure on both sides, okay, because you're just doing something else that you can laugh at and and it keeps the conversation going, like if you're playing mini golf and you're really shit <laughs> that's a good laugh to have,
0: yeah, true, um good banter,
1: yeah, and then I think just good food as well mm-hmm. um yeah, I don't know what do you think you've been you've you've probably been on a lot more dates than me, so. Do you have, like, a tier list?
0: Uh, look, I think the best date, and this uh, particular person will be joining me in a couple of weeks for the podcast episode. I think a particular date that I would say was top tier, and it was just so, like, oddly funny. Just not planned. We went down to Chinatown, and we just, like, ate all these random foods. Like, went to, like, like an Asian supermarket and bought, like, weird snacks, weird candies, and just sat and, like, tried them all and went to Million Life and, like, an arcade on Chinatown. That was sick. I love arcades. That's, like, my thing. If you want me to fall in love, take me to an arcade. Love it. But also, I have a question for you. What do you think is, like, the worst, besides coffee dates as well, what do you think is the worst type of date to go on? Something that's, like, Genuinely, you think, oh, that would put me off if I went on a date with someone and we did this, or well, they planned it like this.
1: If someone planned a date for me and, and the date involved going to their house... Oh, really? <laughs> that, I don't like the effort in that.
0: <laughs> I would
1: rather go out and, and, and fully indulge in, in something. Yeah. Um, unless, unless there was something like, you know... Come to my house for a first date, I've got a surprise, and then you rock up, and it's like a fucking jumping castle or something. Oh, that's, that's fucking amazing. Yeah, honestly. You know, honestly.
0: Well, they set up mini golf in the backyard.
1: Yeah, mini golf in the backyard, jumping castle, mm. fairy floss machine.
0: Oh, wow.
1: Yeah.
0: Spectacular. It's,
1: that's... it's free tips for you, your, your listeners, <laughs> yeah, to catch on.
0: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, No, I've got to ask you, did you go on many dates last year? No. Really? Was there a particular reason as to why?
1: Well, I had a relationship last year, so, mm-hmm. like, we would we would just date and do our own things, and we would go uh, interstate and, and dabble over there and have fun, mm-hmm. um, but I haven't been on many, like, strings of first dates, and, and uh, yeah, talking to people and, and, and sifting through.
0: Mm. No, I get you. When did, did that end? Before I met you, or after I met you? Before. Okay.
1: Before I met you.
0: Yep, yep, yep. Uh, Context-wise... Declan and I have known each other since like last year, I would say end of last year, maybe August, September, mm. and we got introduced from a mutual friend and it was a night where I was really turnt, <laughs> I was really turned. I like disappeared for like 40 minutes in the toilet, vomited like all the drinks that I had the, yeah. the whole day and came back out and introduced myself.
1: You left us with your poor friend and yeah. we just, she probably felt quite stunlocked actually. Talking to us, yeah, poor Phoebe, while you are in the, <laughs> it took her a while before she's like, i probably actually have to go check up, on on Katie, All Right.
0: The worker walked in and she's like, are you okay, and I was like, yeah, I'm just vomiting, and she's like, oh, okay, do you need anything like water, and I was like, no, good, they didn't kick me out, I was surprised, because normally when you vomit, they go get the fuck out, like, you're not coming to the venue, but she was like, oh, that's okay, you want water, that was so nice, yeah. that was a good venue to go to, I like
1: that. It's a nice that. place, that one
0: yeah it was um first time I ever been there we went to like try out sh- the one next to it. I was about to say it on like the podcast, but the one next to it, which is really popular, that like club bar yeah like Texas fiend cowboys, and then we decided to go to that cocktail bar and that's when we saw you guys. weird, which is every time I've seen you, it's never been planned. It's always been like we run into
1: yeah this you is the city this is the first time we've we've planned to see each other <laughs> other than that we we bump into each other, and mm. one of us has probably been quite intoxicated.
0: You last night. I was I was yeah. sober. I was very sober. You were
1: sober. You're on the sober train now. Yeah. Um, I wasn't. I was on the fucking keep bringing me beer jugs train last night.
0: What time did you start drinking again? You started drinking... You were at the same place, <laughs> in the, the same, like, um, spot from what time?
1: Uh, it would have been 6.30 till... What, what, like 3 a.m.? <laughs>
0: yeah, we got kicked out there. Like, we're taking the chairs now 2 a.m., and then we walked to the other bar.
1: Yeah.
0: And we weren't there for long. You had one beer, in, and then that was it. Mm. But, oh, I don't know. I love that place, so I can understand why you sat there for that time period. It was just
1: good vibes. Like, the sun was setting, it was like good temperature.
0: Very romantic.
1: <laughs> All about that sort <laughs> of it. it's a, it's, it's like a thing.
0: Wait, were you on a date? Did we crush a date last night with your friend?
1: <laughs> no, nah, the the plan was, wouldn't mind going out for a drink, and then we just drunk and drunk and drunk, and then you guys mm. rocked up.
0: We're like, hey, We're coming. We're, we're going to sit with you now. That was good, though. I hope you didn't mind us. Uh, we Well, technically, you were just doing your own thing, and we're like, yeah, we're going to sit with you now, guys, now. You're our friends. Well,
1: it's good. You you changed the dynamic of the conversation to more, a lot more interesting things, I reckon.
0: Well, we were literally talking Getting everyone to spill their truths at the table. It was going around in a circle, and we kept doing the truth and dare like last night, which no one did dare. So it ended up just turning into questions to ask people around the table. But it was good. It opened up the conversation, and it made it more enjoyable. I felt like it was a good. It was, there was good vibes going on. So. Oh, it
1: was. You, if you, if you could fill up a house with those vibes. Oh. Would be a bloody. Blade mansions, like, party
0: house. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Well, tell me where you've taken me today. So we're obviously on this really romantic date now. We're overlooking a beautiful beach. Um, yeah, it's, it's great. Do you come here often? <laughs> I don't know what to say. I do not know what I, to say. I have
1: been here a few times. There is a dolphin right there. Can you see it? Where? Yeah, it's crazy.
0: You're a fuckwit. I
1: I Honest to God, you keep mm-hmm. watching out there There's dolphins. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Can you tell me about your dolphin story? (laughs) Oh, my dolphin story, yeah. We're talking before this, and Declan had shared a story about his encounter with a couple dolphins, and I thought it was hilarious, and I think that you should share it for everyone to hear.
1: Yeah, well, I'm quite a big fan of ocean swimming, Mm. and a few months ago, I went went out, did a bit of a a duck dive under, and I came back up, opened my my gorgeous eyes, and I saw (laughs) a fin, literally probably, you know, half a metre in front of me, um, my heart stopped mm. and I, I did like a three, uh, like a 180 and was gonna, you know, start swimming to shore thinking I could outrun what I thought was, or outswim <laughs> what I thought was a great white shark. Um, but then I just sort of gave up and I was like, you know, it's going to take me. I've had a good life <laughs> and if I'm going to go out, at least it's a cool way to go out being eaten by shark. Um, and then I turn around and then there's two fins. And it just ended up being two dolphins that were punking me. Um, and now I don't think highly of dolphins anymore.
0: Well, you just got pranked by the prank patrol. In my in my eyes, you just got fucked yeah, up. Yeah, Scotty
1: and the ninja, they went hard on that one. That was, <laughs> that one they was planned hard.
0: it from the start, they knew. They're like, you know what, this is the time we attack. So. Yeah,
1: it's because I kept going every single day. They knew I was going to be there. It's...
0: Dolphins are weird. Dolphins are weird creatures. Honestly, I won't indulge into it because it might be trigger warning for people, but I'll tell you afterwards the weird facts about them. Um, but I've got some questions for you today. Obviously, we're on a day. We're going to get to know each other. Uh, do you want to start the questions first? I'll let you take the lead.
1: Alright, I've got something that I think is... it piques my curiosity.
0: Okay. Especially
1: yeah. with your podcast, is um, on your journey to find the love of your life, mm. what values are very highly anticipated that you you want to find in a, in a man.
0: Patience. Patience. A hundred percent patient. I'm not patient. uh. So I hope that somebody else has that because I'm not, I wouldn't say I am the greatest person in the world and I do everything right because that you can't be perfect. But my biggest thing is that I'm never really, and you know this already from knowing who I am and how we've like written music together beforehand and how flaky I am. But I'm never going to be 100% consistent and I'm never going to be 100% like happy or like loving or, you know, I'm always going to be a little bit here and there. And what I've noticed in past like things that patience has been lacking and that's what's always clashed. So I really need someone who can be patient and learn to learn, who like learn who I am as an individual and respect that. But that's the only thing I need from a person. Anything else, like, it doesn't matter. I think patience is just the biggest thing because I can have patience in a relationship and I can Mm. put up with a lot and I can work with shit because I have before in the past. But I just need someone that will do the same for me. That's my biggest thing. That's the one thing I would say.
1: So you think it's important to have what what you lack yeah. You need the opposite.
0: Correct. Because yeah. literally opposites attract. Mm-hmm. Um, And yeah, obviously, you know, you can, you can go on dates, you can make relationships fun. You know, you're obviously going to get apart. Someone's uh, the mutual friend that we have, their mum told me this and I've never been able to get over it. It's the weirdest thing, you know, I'm talking about, mm. but their mum told me that why their marriage is so successful after all these years is because they still take the time to do things together, like they'll go out to dinner, they won't look at their phones, they'll be indulged in the conversation, they'll have time for that person, because you get to a point in life when you get married, and you have a house, and you have kids, that's so exciting, wild stones. but then what happens after that? You have nothing to look forward to, that's great, you might buy another house, you might do this, but in those gaps, there really isn't anything to look forward to, so as long as there is... That will always, when she said that to me, that will always play a part of my life because I would need, you know, I want to continue to keep that spark going by doing random things like, you know, going out for dinners and doing fun activities. Mm. That's what I want to continue as well. Someone who's open-minded in that field. So
1: you want to be like the, you you go to like a, a, like a rock and roll bar and you see like the, the two Seven, the seventy-year-old couple who who is still trying to like dance like they did back in the 60s or whatever the fuck.
0: That's a dream, dream. Damn. That's do, what I want.
1: Do you know what is I think is one of the most wholesome things mm-hmm. to have in a marriage is for you to have like that one person who, like, when you need someone, you can be like, oh, um, it's alright. They will know. Well, what what, what, they will know what to do.
0: Yeah. Oh, reliability. Yeah, well, it'd
1: be like, you might be having such a shit time, Mm -hmm. and then for you to be like, you know what, it's alright, Katie will know what to do.
0: Mm. Yeah.
1: And to have that, like, so much trust in, in someone else is like, that's like such a big end goal, at least for me, to have that.
0: Yeah, your security. Mm. You're literally your security blanket. No, that's really good. That was a very good question. I really appreciate you asking me that because, you know, I know in my head, but saying it out loud is, like, obviously different, you mm. know. I have a um question for you. Uh, Obviously, you came out of a relationship and you moved back into dating. How did you feel? Well, haven't really... How have you find? How have you been finding the dating scene? Well, well, hang on. How long were you in a relationship first, and then when you got out of it, after that, adapting to being single again, how did you find that? Was it difficult? Was dating difficult? All of those things. That's a lot of questions in one. Yeah. But they flow together. Yeah. You
1: know? Well, like my relationship was, it wasn't like a long, long burn. Yeah. It was only like a year or something. Still considerable yeah. i think <laughs> yeah um and then uh bec- you know getting back on the dating scene i actually think it's super duper hard
0: mhm
1: like i never had i never tried any of the dating apps and then i've tried them I, I i don't really get it how to how to operate it yeah um and then i'm also in my personality someone who doesn't who doesn't cold approach
0: mm-hmm.
1: in real life so so like I, I just won't walk up to a chick at a bar because I feel like I'm being, I'm being too, too creepy and, uh, you know, not respectful.
0: Well, it's a fine line, isn't it? Mm. Like when it comes to you guys, because, you know, when a girl does it, you're like, oh, this is cool. Cause it doesn't really happen like that. But if a guy does it, depending on the girl, like she could literally tell you fuck off or like bark. Mm. <laughs> fuck at you, you know, but you don't know these things, so I guess it is gonna. It is a lot harder to approach someone in person. It can be a lot weirder. But also, I feel like if someone is looking at you and making it quite obvious, and they're re- like reciprocating energy of like wanting you to come talk to them, then I feel like that would play in your head. But if somebody's not looking at you or not making it evident that they like you or think you're attractive, then don't go for it. That's how I see it.
1: Yeah, I, I, f- I feel like. I, I, I suffer from overthinking syndrome.
0: Yeah. Oh, lovely. Um,
1: yeah. So that's why I find the dating scene incredibly hard. Mm. Um, it's because of myself.
0: <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, you'll overcome it, though. Like, it does get to a point where you just, like, go fuck it. Like, who cares? Who's going to judge me? only me like it's only who's gonna judge who's gonna the
1: judge worst you? judge <laughs> you
0: know i know but then you like you you transform your mind because i used to sit there and worry about you know the way i look the way i dress the way i talked, you know if people thought i was attractive or not but it doesn't really matter anymore because when you start getting to a point of like not caring that's when everything like kind of flows through I think Rhiannon said that to you last night
1: yeah very yeah. powerful
0: it is, but Full it takes of wisdom, a long that,
1: time. That, that,
0: that lady? No. What?
1: Full of wisdom, that lady. She
0: is. She's yeah. a beautiful soul. She is a beautiful soul. Alrighty. Return.
1: Have you ever had an experience with <laughs> a someone you've gone home with and their hygiene has been Ugh. not good?
0: No, honestly, because I don't take people. I'm, I'm not a one night stand person. Yeah. alright. So, like, no, nothing like that. And I don't know. I. I'm pretty good at picking my people. Like I know that sounds terrible. But also oh yeah, I don't I've never I've never taken anyone home. I've never had a one night stand. I no, absolutely not. No thank you. Yuck. No no disrespect to anyone that does that yeah, at no. all. But for me it's just like not my thing. I just don't do it. I would rather like go out on a date with someone and have the same mindset that it will be a casual thing and then if it just leads into being casual for a couple months and then flakes out then that's fine.
1: Well, what about a date? Has anyone had really bad, like, hygiene?
0: <laughs> um, Although
1: you did say you're you, you good at picking
0: your... I am good at picking my people, but also I feel like... I know this sounds terrible, and don't get me wrong, but I feel like you can tell before you meet them. If that makes any sense. Mm,
1: it would be disappointing if you were wrong. Oh, uh, <laughs> I
0: know, but, like, no, i like, nothing with, like, oh... I've had a gentleman kiss me before with bad breath, but also that's like, that's the only thing that was, that was when I was like 18 or 19, I was more wild when I was 18, mm. but yeah, no, nothing too crazy. That's the only thing, but I mean, that can be fixed with breath mints, so it's fine.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's not bad. You, you can always overcome
0: that issue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that issue. And I, yeah, no, nothing too crazy. Um, what was I going to say to you? Alright, I've got a question. On a night out with the boys, have you ever had a girl come up to one of your friends and them be more interested in you than what they are interested in talking to your mates? Like, originally came in with the, the kill on one of your mates, but then ended up talking to you, or anything like that. You
1: I've never you? had that. I've, to be honest, we don't get approached by women. Really? But... I, I I don't know if it's like a, like, because we're in normally a, a large posse,
0: mm.
1: like a gang of men, I feel like it's the chances of a nice lady walking up to a pack of dogs, <laughs> you know? <laughs> the wolf pack. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, exactly. It, I think it's a lot more common to be singled out when mm. you, you go up to a bar and you get a drink and then you get, you get like seagull.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah, but right. no, I haven't
1: had, had someone, I haven't had that situation, but it sounds very interesting mm. and quite fun.
0: Mm. Yeah. Right. No, it, uh, it is, it is, but it's also, uh, it puts you in an awkward position cause I, like, it also, our like friendship now that we're like, we have was built off, like knowing one of your friends, seeing one of your friends and now we, we talk and the other person and I don't talk. That's similar, mm. but it's more like, did that ever happen with just a random chick that has come up to you? But that's, that's crazy though. But I understand being in a pack and not being approachable because no, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. I so. think it's
1: just a bit intimidating as well. Seeing like a lot of guys, if if I was a girl, mm. especially like in the streets,
0: mm-hmm.
1: if you saw heaps of guys, mm-hmm. it, it could be quite intimidating. You I cross reckon. the road.
0: I'd cross the road. If I saw a pack of guys, I'd cross the road. You'd Always.
1: Be, you'd be making bets. So I'd bet you to your friends. You'd be like, oh, I bet you I can take them. All. Uh, yeah, I would. You'd, you'd start, I would. Start punching eight guys.
0: I would. I only fight men. That's my rule. I only fight men. We are for the women, not for the men. Get the fist out.
1: <laughs> We've been saying that. We've been saying that.
0: Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I've won every time. I'm two and O. So it's great. Your turn again. My questions are shit. I need to think of some more on the spot. So go ahead.
1: Do you do you prefer? Would you prefer someone who you're dating to be and you're you're very attracted to him to be highly kinky
0: mm-hmm.
1: or highly romantic?
0: Wait, repeat the question. Wait, wait, wait. What? Hang on. Go again. Sorry, sorry. Uh,
1: like, like, would you rather a guy be like? a lot more kinky than romantic or more romantic than kinky
0: more romantic than kinky okay mm yeah. i love it when i am in love with someone i love to love right and i love to be loved that doesn't that can come somebody can you know you can not mold them but you can explore sides because they may necessarily not be kinky but they might have something that they wanted to try or maybe like something like this it's always moldable being romantic is hard to find. But having a proper hopeless romantic who wants to take you out, who wants to do these things, who buys you flowers, who does these things, that is so hard to find in this, like, day and age. Yeah. So I'd rather that and and lack that, because it doesn't matter. It, it does not matter than, yeah, being with the kinky side. Because, you know what, normally the people that are in that kinky side of things, they're normally not the greatest people to date, <laughs> to be, in my experience. So... Yeah, you're good. You're good with your questions. I have a really good question for you that would be used on a dating app. What are you looking for at the moment, in terms of, you know, relationships and?
1: I'm looking for confidence in in a, in an, in an individual. Okay. Not the pro My problem with dating apps is it doesn't matter about matching because mm-hmm. it doesn't lead anywhere. Mhm. I think it's very rare for the confidence to to then lead to, you know, a hopeless romantic mm-hmm. situation where I, I honestly can't picture in my mind getting a, a beautiful romantic first date out of out of um, a dating app. I feel like maybe I, I, I just think I love sp- being spontaneous. Yeah. I, I would rather be... Um, shopping at the the mall.
0: <laughs> sorry, I'm not laughing. sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> it just reminded me of a movie about a cannibal, but keep going, sorry.
1: Yeah, well, I'd rather be, not, not a cannibal, but I'd rather be in a shopping aisle. Mm-hmm. And then just a lot of confidence comes out of, like, myself and, and another one. Yeah. And it just, I think that's just, like, everyone's dream, dream, though, right? To, to me. like, meet the love of your life in, like? like, track bands. Like... Grabbing like M and M's or something.
0: That is you're explaining a film I've seen, which is called Fresh. If anyone's watched that, you should watch it. It's about a cannibal when they meet in the supermarket. Great, so good. It is hot in here, by the way. I'm dying, but
1: yeah, oh. I give off that effect sometimes.
0: Oh, oh yeah, it's, ste- <laughs> it's steamy in here. The car's smoking up. uh yeah. That is, I'm glad I asked you that question. That's a pretty cool one. But very hopeless romantic. And the way you write music, which not a shout out to your music, but definitely a shout out to your music. The way you write music is so romantic. I think so, in my experience.
1: Yeah, I'm a bit of a sucker for like a a love ballad. I really am. Yeah. I don't know where that came from in in my, how I've adapted that through my life. But Mm -hmm. I fucking love it.
0: I've got, oh, I've got a good. I'm going to ask you. Do you think you get ex- uh, inspired by your previous relationships to be romantic or was it lacking that you want it in your next relationship? You know, that you're wanting that I've love.
1: always loved romance and I've always tried my best at it, mm-hmm. but I'm just not good at it. I'm hopeless. No. But I always put my, my, my best foot forward and mm-hmm. that's what's important to me. Do you regret having a relationship with like an ex? Comple- like, completely just, like... Or, or do you do you feel like it's all worth your
0: character now? Oh, 100%. I would not be the person that I am today. And I wouldn't... Like, I wouldn't have gone into... I needed past stuff to happen for me to be able to know what I want in a person now. Because if you never date anyone, you've never had a relationship, you don't really know exactly what you're looking for because you've never had that type of affection. So I yeah, I think that every relationship is never a regret. Every person I meet, every person I kiss, everything, that is an experience and that's who I am today. So ah, it's a that's a good question though. I like that. But no, no regrets. What about you? I wanna ask you that but I'll ask you a question afterwards. But I wanna know. Do you regret any? Do you feel? No,
1: like... I, I I agree with you that it all adds to self improvement, which I fuck it, I I froth mm-hmm. self improvement. I love
0: it. Nice.
1: Absolutely love it. Um. So I if, I hope that when I find the one, mm-hmm. they love self improvement as well, and they don't just like not change. If, yeah. If you don't change with someone, you know, it's a bit stagnant, isn't
0: it? Yeah, absolutely. The question I have for you is: What was your first impression of me when you met me?
1: I thought you were really nice, but you you're very you're a bit sloppy. Yeah. So sloppy nice is, is
0: sloppy nice. Is sloppy nice. Yeah, I was intoxicated. Yeah. So that makes sense.
1: Yeah. Sloppy. 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 Yeah.
0: That's why, like, I had to. I had to, like, because I, when I party, I party hard. Like, mm. you act like you're not even drunk when you're drinking like fucking four jugs of beer. For me, <laughs> I can't. I yeah. like I can't. My I can't even do that. I'd have, have one cocktail now and I'm dead. So.
1: Well, I think because we, we met through a, a mutual friend. Like I think a lot of what I was thinking was I was trying to like piece together. Uh, the relationship between like you guys,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: and how. You guys know each other, and then it's like.
0: Who's this other chick with me, and how does she know me, and who? Yeah, and I'm,
1: and then I'm like a what. Is this, like, planned mm-hmm. for them to meet, or is this just, like, bumping into each other? Mm. Like, everything happens. So yeah. I'm someone who, like, I've got, like, gears turning, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm going through, like, a whole episode in my head.
0: Yeah, no, I get you. I get you. Um, I probably would have done that if I was sober, but I was um sloshed, sloshed yeah. that night. What a good night, though. Do
1: you remember I, me? You, you messaged me the next day, so I'm assuming you did.
0: I did, because um, context on the situation, I was wanting to start a band. That was, like, my go-to, and I was looking for that for so long. And then when our mutual friend had said, oh, actually, my friend plays guitar, I was like, that's it. I'm gunning him down. And I actually got the wrong friend. And then I was like, do you play guitar? And then that was it. We started, and that's when we, like, wrote music together. But... More to come. More to mm. come with that. But, yeah, no. I thought you were really nice when I met you. Don't really remember much of you, but I remember, like, the conversations we would have outside of that period, like, on, like, phone calls and, you know, writing together.
1: Yeah, we talked for a bit. Yeah. Like, just the next day.
0: And then I went off the perch. Like, I always do. I always do. But, you know, we've redeveloped. I'm a different person now. So <laughs> For now. like there's a lot more energy, Um, so I can give a little bit more. But, yeah, I apologise for leaving you on red for so long. <laughs> uh, that is bad. That was very bad. I didn't realise until you called me out yesterday about it, so...
1: Yeah, well, that was just Yikes. a funny thing. It's like... I, I don't really mind. It's like... <laughs> you're applying your own time. It's not...
0: <laughs> but I felt bad, though. I was like... Ooh.
1: Have you ever been attracted to a non-human thing? Whether it's, like, an animal?
0: Ah.
1: Like... Like... You find dolphins like hot or like <laughs> no?
0: <gasps> Bro, what a weird fucking question. No, of course not. Not that. I can what about of...
1: like you, you see like an octopus and you're like damn. Th-
0: that is the weirdest. Ca- no. They got, they got
1: them suckers.
0: <laughs> Yuck. No, no, no. We were talking about this, the fictional uh, characters last night. He asked the same question at the table. He yeah, asked, like, what fictional characters you would do. And I said...
1: Oh, you said Leela from Futurama. <laughs> and which Fry. W- and Fry, which I think is a really good answer. Yeah. I can fault that answer, actually. Everyone loves a bit of Leela and Fry. Yeah.
0: It's Good choice.
1: How good good is choice. Futurama?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Alrighty. I'm scared to ask you this question. I'm not going to look at you and ask the question. Alright? You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Do you find me attractive? Personality first. And looks. Ooh. <laughs> tea.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's very that's a very r- opening question that's
0: mm. um
1: i think i think you're quite a- attractive yeah your personality you have the confidence where it's like c- impressive when you see someone i i personally think you're very confident and when when i see someone who's confident i'm like damn <laughs> because especially like like women like when 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 you are like an individual strong confident woman Mm -hmm. i think it shows a lot about your character and and honestly like where you're gonna like end up so i think you're gonna like to me you would achieve all your goals you're ever ever gonna want because you have the confidence for it
0: stop i'm blushing i'm (laughs) I'm sitting i'm like thanks that's so nice that's lovely that's so sweet. And I will. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, 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 so, yeah, I will. So you
1: know it. Like, you don't, you don't need, like, me to answer that on your podcast. Yeah. I'm sure you knew it.
0: <laughs> Yeah, I do, I do. But, yeah, honestly, it's just, I want to get to a point in life where I'm comfortable. I never say I work to be rich or I never work to, you know, have luxury things. I work to be comfortable.
1: You just want the security. Yeah. Of not getting shit on my life.
0: Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Fuck that.
1: Yeah, that's good. I mean, you'll you achieve it. <laughs>
0: i will
1: <laughs> what's the oldest person you've found attractive
0: 54
1: that's very specific it must be someone like
0: I can't your, say who
1: your dad. boss or your uh, uh, friend's dad no comment no, no comment.
0: comment no comment uh I, yeah it's just somebody that i can't say because it it's gonna put in context but rihanna knows because we know this person mutually and the first time i saw them i was like the way they represented themselves, that confidence, was very admirable, and the way they spoke was nice. So, I was like, that's very attractive.
1: 54. Mm. 54 Zulane.
0: Mm. But it was great. It was, uh, not, like, much came out of it, but it's, uh, you know, it was... Yeah, he was hot. He was very hot. Anyways, what is the wildest thing you've ever done in your life? The wildest
1: thing? I'm not a, a very wild animal, so <laughs> not that bad. One like one time I went to um went to like an Abba, ABBA DJ gig thing mm. at a like a hotel, and I I fucking love Abba. Abba's amazing to me.
0: Mm-hmm. One of my faves. Yeah.
1: And I got so fucking drunk <laughs> that I was like. Sitting like the, there would be like the DJ stack, and he'd be DJing playing some ABBA tunes, and then I'd like sit on top, like where the DJ um, equipment is,
0: like the speakers. Just,
1: yeah, just like I'd sit on top of it, full drunk, like just fucking getting a whole fucking club to just sing ABBA. It was honestly th- probably my top 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 three moments of my life.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. What's your favorite ABBA, Abba song? Just curiosity.
1: Um, it al- always depends on the mood. If I want to be sad, slipping through my fingers is a really good one.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, but honorable mentions: Lay all your love on me, Banger. slay, slay. Um, Dancing Queen's is pretty good as well. Mhm. Yeah, I could talk about ABBA for ten hours. So when you when I get my ABBA podcast going,
0: I'll show you my ABBA. Uh, I've got ABBA vinyls. I've got like the actual stack. Of, like, where they've spelled out the A-B-B-A with yeah. the vinyls, and they put it in, like, a box set. Paid 80 bucks, it's worth, like, a... Yeah,
1: terrible. you wouldn't want to lose one of those. It would be a bit... Wouldn't wouldn't
0: add up. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it's, uh... Yeah, it wouldn't... It would be, a, like... Yeah, imagine if it's just A-A. Uh, okay, anyways. um Yeah, no, that was great. Mine is Why Did It Have To Be Me. It's a good oh, yeah. swing song, because my friend and I, shout out to you, Ally. We used to, like, sit in her dining room when we were 17 and pretend to waltz and stuff like that. It was so funny to Why Did It Have To Be Me. Like, it was her mum, her brother, me, and herself, like, waltzing in her lounge room. That's a cool memory for me. So, I love that song.
1: I like the line in that song where it's, uh, men are just toys in the game that you play. When you get tired, you throw them away.
0: Ah, uh, don't call me out. <laughs> that's, on, that's only natural,
1: Why Did It Have To Be Me. Yeah.
0: That's
1: fucking... Chef's Kiss. It is. It's a good song, actually. Delicious. Um, If you haven't heard that song, you should look it up, everyone Yeah. listening. That, that and Dancing Queen, if Dancing you
0: haven't heard Dancing Dance, Queen.
1: Yeah. Have you had to battle a lot with, like, suicidal thoughts? Has that been, like, real – have you had much experience with that? Or
0: mm-hmm.
1: someone really close to you where you've been quite concerned, like, ah. genuinely, genuinely?
0: I have. I had myself obviously go through those phases in life where you think, like, the world is ending and that everything you do is, like, you know, when you go for a breakup or if you lose a friend. Like, last year was a really tough year for me. Did I contemplate suicide? Yeah, probably. But not would I ever go through it. Absolutely not. I could never. I think it's no disrespect, but I think it's very cowardly to do it because not only, like... The people you meet, the people you know. If I killed myself, you would have some impact by that, even though we didn't hadn't spoken. You know me. We wrote songs together. Yeah. Like it would have fucked you up. The amount of effect that it has. So I could never do it. And you know what? I couldn't leave the emotional grief on my parents for, for losing a child. So that's that. Like obviously, that's my point of view, and people can disagree, and that's perfectly yeah, fine. Course. But I had to deal with a friend for many, many years. I don't know if she listens to it to this. I don't know. I don't know where she is right now. I I, I couldn't tell you where she had lost a partner to suicide. And she then went down the route of, uh, you know, using and abusing and, like, all of that stuff. And I tell you now, it is the hardest thing to look after someone who just constantly can never, like, be okay. Mm. Like, you know, you, you can get help, you can seek therapy, but just can't. Yeah, it, it took a while. She found someone, and obviously they've lived their life now, and she's a lot better, which is lovely, and I'm glad she's come out from that light. But in that time period, it's fucked. I went for a lot with her, and I dealt with a lot, and it's just... It was a really, really hard time because you take on a lot of emotional grief. So mm. it, it's just, yeah, it is a lot. But I... Like I said, I wouldn't change any of that aspect as well because that made me a lot stronger to handle my emotions personally. Because if I dealt with somebody else's, then I can deal with my own. Yeah, wow. Mm. That's my input on it. But, yeah, that's a really strong question.
1: It was a strong question. Sorry to jump from ABBA uh, to that.
0: Yeah, just death. <laughs>
1: but, you know, life and death in ABBA is what the world's about.
0: Hmm. Nope, I get it. Uh... What was your best kiss like? Your best kiss of your entire life. Ever <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the long pause. I have
1: a lot of long pauses because it's like it's like it's like what makes it the best?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, there's like you sort of like thinking of different like categories or I had one like that was like it was very like a movie like. Where okay. it was like like on the beach, you know, sand everywhere. Not that like that's fucking romantic or anything. Ugh,
0: yeah, no. Eek. All right.
1: But that one's very... I, I actually quite enjoyed that one, so I would just choose that one.
0: Hmm,
1: no, that's sweet. A beach, a beach kiss.
0: That was great. Yeah. That's great. Lovely. Didn't get the wind blowing your face, the sand hidden you as the wind's picking it up. No,
1: nah, it was like perfect conditions for what could be very terrible scenario. Mm-hmm. Maybe the fact that it wasn't is, why well, it's quite strong.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I get you, I get you. Huh? Take the lead.
1: Um, do, you, do you ever wish that you just, like, had your virginity
0: back? <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes I do. But also, I spoke about this in the last podcast. I wish I started earlier than later because I wish I went through the whole, like, high school phase of like you know doing all of that maybe i would have been obviously a lot different to what i am now but yeah no i don't know absolutely not i couldn't think of anything worse i could not and there's some people that i know now no problem you know older or a little bit younger than me still are and i think god you gotta jump on that horse get rip it off rip the band-aid that's just me. Like, I don't know. I, I want to empower people, obviously, but it's just, it's not what people think it's out to be. Once you get over the hurdle and really release your guard down, you can actually truly fully be confident. I don't feel my most, I feel my most confident when I'm in those perspectives.
1: Yeah. Wow. Well, mm. That's a, that's a good answer.
0: Yeah. I I don't know. It's just like, who cares? No one's going to judge you. You're both disgusting. So. <laughs> <laughs> we're all
1: we're all disgusting. <laughs> doomed on this planet.
0: No, uh, yeah. So I get yeah, I get you. Now I've got to ask you a question. What's your biggest turn off or like slash ick or you know?
1: I think uh, someone being like very obnoxious
0: mm-hmm.
1: and and maybe like s- someone who's like being really mean to other people mm-hmm. straight away fucking turn off <laughs> because yeah. it's like. You, if you if you look like you're not a nice person and you're like making other people m- miserable, it's like that would give me the the big ick, mm. the big,
0: like the big. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: um, but it, I like I have heaps of like like red flags.
0: Well, like pet peeves. Do you have anything like just genuine like things like maybe like wearing different socks? I know that sounds terrible. It does not like, but I'm not like anything like. They don't make their bed in the morning. I don't know. Something like that. Like,
1: Oh, I'm someone who, like, doesn't like people who, like, um, they let the dishes stack up in their room.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, no.
1: they'll have, like, a bowl of cereal or something, and then it'll just sit there. And then there's, like, you know, you do, like, they do, like, the walk of shame to the kitchen with, like, fucking three plates and two bowls and fucking glasses. Yeah, no. Nah. That one, that, I have a pet peeve against that. I'm, like, wh- if you're going to, like, eat shit in your room or whatever or in another room. Fucking finish it and then get get rid, get of, rid of it. Yeah.
0: yeah, negative, negative energy, negative food, because it gets mouldy. It's gross and it smells. And no, I, I'm with you on that. Absolutely not. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: I hope I didn't offend anyone. Yeah, <laughs> who, you're like, oh. who's, who's listening to the podcast and they look next to him and it's just a stack of lights.
0: Like <laughs> <laughs> like, but yeah,
1: I am outing you right now. So
0: <laughs> yeah, you might get cancelled after this one. I
1: might, but you know what? You'll go down with the shit, maybe.
0: Mm,
1: true, true, mm. true. Do you have a celebrity crush?
0: Tom Blythe.
1: I don't know who that is. Have He's you a...
0: have you not seen the new um Hunger Games movie? No. So I'll show you. This guy. <sighs> oh
1: yeah. what 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 about him, Tom?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He's attractive to you.
0: His kindness. Kindness. He might be faking it for the public eye, you know yeah. what I mean? But the way he talks, and, like, people, obviously, when you're a celebrity, people want, when they're interviewing you, they want you to, like, you know, give the tea about, their like relationships and dating, because he's, like, a heartthrob, right? And he goes, I don't kiss and tell. Like, super respectful. I'm like, yeah, you're a fucking, that's good, that's good. But, yeah, no, just the way he talks, and, like, obviously, he seems, if like, it seems like a genuine good human being because he's like new to the like celebrity
1: yeah he hasn't been there world. for a long time
0: yeah but some you know how some celebrities are like oh yeah i'm super nice but then they're actually just cuntish nah
1: he's not, not like that all right we'll, we'll see what happens
0: <laughs> i i don't think so yeah well over time probably because like you know you have to deal with like paparazzi and like being actually a celebrity and not being able to have private space or time I can understand why celebrities lash out a little bit at fans for being over the top or dramatic or, because I couldn't think of anything worse than to be constantly sought after or wanted by people, like photos all the time. I imagine walking down to the beach now and, like, you've got, um, like, imagine, yeah, walking down to the beach and you have people come up to you and be like, can I have a photo? Every single time you go out. Of course you're going to be a little bit more like, fucking hell. Yeah,
1: that's probably what sent Michael Jackson off the rails, I reckon.
0: Where he tried to throw his kid off the balcony. Blanket, yeah. (laughs) Oh, I shouldn't laugh at that, It's fucked. But you know what I mean, yeah. No excuse for that. Don't cancel me, I swear. But, yeah. Um, (laughs) uh, Yeah, that is definitely my celebrity crush. I want you to get your phone out right now. Can you show me your most used emoji?
1: My most used emoji?
0: Yeah. A peace sign. Peace a love sign. heart. Oh, sending the love hearts. That to the boys.
1: Hey. Yeah, that's that. the love but. hearts for the boys, Um, the fucking, the hot, sweaty uh, emoji face there is for the boys. Yeah. That one's for the boys. Um,
0: Wave.
1: I use the bear a lot, because I call people brother bear a lot I like the movie brother bear
0: oh my god yeah i remember the line that got popular from that i was like you know i can still hear his voice and he's like i'm not dead <laughs> but yeah no the peace sign that's pretty cool that's cool yeah it's well American. i used
1: i used to be quite indulgent of the shockers yeah
0: I, <laughs> I hate that i hate it i think
1: i had to retire it so now i'm just at the peace sign
0: that is the worst. I'm bringing it
1: back. I'm bringing back the peace sign, everyone.
0: No, oh my I do it. I do it a little bit. I always, you know. You do the
1: double, the double peace sign.
0: Yeah, that's Y2K. I bought like an old-fashioned camera. Yeah. I'll show you some photos afterwards from New Year's, and there's probably some photos of me doing peace sign. Damn. Yeah. Anyways, um, as we're approaching the end, we'll, do you have anything that you wanted to ask? We'll Get it out here, or we're happy to stop, bring this to a close.
1: You know, I think I think it's. I'm happy to close off this amazing experience. Um, I'm very humble that I get to join you in your car, <laughs> recording this,
0: watching a beautiful beach. How romantic! It's just
1: honestly, cool. it's been Perla, it's been Grouse, it's been all those words.
0: Yeah, it's just spectacular, super, super spectacular. I want to go down to those rocks afterwards, so I'm gonna trek down there. Yeah. If I die, I die
1: blue ring octopuses you're going to be seriously going to be fucking careful i
0: so excited <laughs> my favorite um like uh what's it called uh creature in the ocean what is it what what's the word for it i can't think yeah,
1: a sea creature
0: sea creature that's <laughs> it my favorite sea creature i'm like what is it called um but yeah then my favorite sea creature <laughs> and you know what's funny i'll send you a photo i've actually went to like the sea life in melbourne and i got like a massive blue ring octopus and i thought it was 10 bucks so it actually cost me 58 dollars and i like walked yeah,
1: out yeah aquariums get you like that i
0: was like
1: kill me all right cool um Buy it. when me when uh i was in japan we mm. went to like a huge aquarium it had like whale sharks and shit in there oh! um but they had a really cool toy where it's like an octopus but it's like a hand puppet so you're like ah. And and have all the fucking tentacles. It was really cool, but it, yeah, it was like 70 bucks.
0: Seventeen dollars. I don't know. I'm just
1: being dramatic about it, it but
0: you know. It uh, too expensive. Too expensive. Even even I feel like buying 50 dollars for a fucking blue ring octopus teddy was just not worth it in any regard, and I should have not bought it, but I did because I like thought it was 10 bucks, and she's like that's 40, and I'm like oh not 40, it was 58, sorry. So like, yeah, that's 58 dollars, and I was like. Card and <laughs> just paid for it. She had already put it in the bag. She went for the efforts of like stuffing the octopus in the like paper bag. Yes,
1: yeah, so he just copped it.
0: I felt obligated. I was like, okay, alright, that's fine. That's okay. Like, I'm fine now.
1: Yeah, you could have got a case of beer with that money.
0: I ended up using it, like, yeah, honestly, I should have. But <laughs> I ended up, like, it was good because, like, I normally have extra pillows and stuff like that when I'm at home. So when I was in this apartment, I was using. Because the pillows are normally not really, like, the way I like them, so it's actually using the oh, octopus, well, like, to sit up. It's It was completely worth it. Then. Yeah, it was. I still have it on my bed. I, actu- I have two, like, octopus, like, teddies on my bed. So the blue ring one, and then I have the, I want it on a claw machine, but it flips inside and out. You know, like, the ones, the octopus, yeah. it's, like, angry, that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: I've seen those on, like, TikTok or, or whatever the, the kids use these days.
0: The kids, yeah. The kids Including myself. Yeah. are a child. Nah. <laughs> there's a
1: there's a there's a netflix documentary where some i think he's, it's in south africa or something and he, he befriends a octopus and he, he he goes scuba diving and he, and he yeah and he he um he sees he goes down and he sees this octopus every single day and it slowly becomes like more friendly to him and they become like friends sort of as much as he can be with an octopus mm-hmm. um but yeah it's very emotional i think i cried watching that documentary I think it's called My Octopus Teacher, um, so, everyone should go, well, I'm not going to spoil it,
0: oh, no, I don't want to see that, I'm going to cry, but honestly, I fucking hate, alright, I don't eat seafood, do you eat seafood? Yeah. yuck, anyways, I don't eat seafood, because I genuinely, like, I love the ocean, I respect it, I can't eat it, right, but in some places they literally have a tank where they would grab an octopus out, cut the tentacles off because it would just like regenerate them again and just keep doing that and it's so painful for them and I feel so sad and that's like that I hate it. That's why like, I can't eat any uh, no. Yuck. Yuck yuck yuck. So
1: should we get some fish and chips after
0: this? No yuck, no! no, 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 no. I'll get chips <laughs> I'll get fish. But yeah, I uh that's the only really sad thing that I have. But I want to, first off, before we end it, I want you to say your New Year's resolution.
1: My New Year's resolution Mm
0: -hmm.
1: is to stay calm and trust where I am in life. I feel like I'm always, like, I'm a bit, like, skittish and and upset that I don't have what I want right now, but I feel like changing that and and just trust where I am. Mm Mm-hmm. And everything will work out.
0: That's that's really good. Yeah,
1: so that's me going into 2024, being a calm little butterfly.
0: Calm, um, yeah, that's good. Patience, patience. Patience is key. <laughs>
1: Where's your loop back?
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, rate this date from one to ten and give me a reason why.
1: I think it's a seven.
0: Oh, okay. Sad, depressing.
1: Well, you have to agree with me that it got fucking hot in here at one stage, that we had to pause.
0: pause yeah, it was, um, was steaming, just two people in a car, really romantic date scene, just really got steamed up.
1: <laughs> yeah, with a microphone, <laughs>
0: looks um, like
1: we're doing some sort of like porn scene or something. Oh a...
0: my god, yeah, no, but it, it, it got really hot, it's been, the weather here at the moment is super humid, and yeah, just sitting in this car was, yeah. it was it was even steamed, like the windows were steamed up, it was gross.
1: Yeah, I, I didn't have any like... Snacks as well, so I feel like you can't you can't rate it a ten when you did one with Rihanna and she had all this fucking food and, and stuff,
0: which okay. is amazing. <laughs> we can go get food after this. Maybe. I know
1: we, we definitely will.
0: Um, but yeah, no, that's good. All right, I accept it. I'll do better next time. I promise. Uh, and then the other thing is, give me a like your positive of the week. A one positive.
1: The best thing that happened to me this week was last night when, when I bumped into you guys Aww. and I was with like a really one of my best mates yeah. just having beers and, and talking, talking out of our arse, you know, Aww. that was my highlight of the week. Oh, no. um,
0: that's so sweet. That's so, su- yeah, that's so cute. That's so cute. No, that's, a, that would, I would say that would be a highlight of my week. Um, that and me trying to break dance at work and someone got a video of it. It was really funny. That's, that's another story. But, yeah, and I think another positive of the week is, yeah, patience. (laughs) I'm going to loop back around patience. Patience for the process. And do it for the plot. 2024, do it for the plot.
1: It's all the P words. Patience.
0: Patience. Plot. Partying. Partying. (gasps) Pineapple juice. Pineapple juice. Oh, jeez. Well, we're going to end it. So, thank you for coming on. I really appreciate it. You're a really lovely soul, and... Oh, thanks. I can't wait to get to know you more. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: And, uh, yeah. Well, you've been listening to Come Date With Kate, and we will see you next time. Ciao. Bye.